So it's spring of 1986, and my wonderful brother has invited me to dinner. Okay, so I'm on my spring diet because I'm always on a diet in the 80s. And so we go and have a big salad because that's all I'll eat. And I don't know what's important or anything, but he's like, I've got something I have to tell you. I'm serious. And I'm just stuffing lettuce in my mouth. And he looks at me and he says, Penny, I'm gay. And I'm like, shut up. You're kidding. Because I set him up on dates continuously. He was a beautiful man. And uh, she says, no, I'm serious. And then all of a sudden it dawns on me, like a news story from like 1983, an autoimmune disease that is killing gay men. It just came into my head. And back at the table he says, but I'm being safe. Okay. So he gives me a few days. That was sweet of him. He was such a kind and loving guy. So... Um, he calls me and says, are you okay? And I say, I'm fine, but uh, how are you going to tell our family? And I'm worried about this. And he's like, I will. Don't worry. I will. Okay. I'll help you if you need me. I will. I'll do it. So he doesn't. And he moves to California. And so come Christmas of 1989, The whole family is coming to Alaska for a big, you know, snowy Christmas. Okay. My parents get a phone call from my brother two days before Christmas. Mom and dad, I'm in the hospital. I have pneumocystis pneumonia. I'm HIV positive. I'm gay. But nobody come down. I want you to stay in Alaska and have a Merry Christmas. Really? Thank you, Tony. So my dad is a redneck oil guy, and he is flipping out. My mother is just making plans. She's going to get to her kid. She's just working. She's an unconditionally loving mother. But my dad's angry at all of us. He's angry at all of his kids who didn't tell him. Well, it wasn't our place. We all felt like that. It was not our place to tell him. So uh, it is decided I'm single at the time. I will go with my parents, and we'll move down and take care of Tony. Now, a lot of people forget how uh, afraid people were of AIDS in the 80s. And even walking into his hospital room, I was, I was afraid. I was afraid of that first hug. But as soon as I saw my brother, it was on. We're going to get you better. We are going to get you out of this hospital. We are going to take care of you. And in the hospital, there were all these people who were in the same condition as my brother, lots of HIV-positive people, in fact, so many that they had semi-private rooms. And um, they had, you know, so they had a curtain that separated. Um, My dad, he decided immediately my brother needed the last, last rites. We were a Catholic family. So we found this amazing priest that, you know, worked in the area with all of the AIDS patients. He was an openly gay priest. And that gave my brother such solace. And he really, really helped my brother a lot. And he helped my father a lot, too. So uh, my dad became really friendly with the the couple that was in the room with us, the man, the the patient who was next to my brother and his partner. And they were such a nice couple. And one day they got some really bad news. And 
it was later in the day and my dad was going to run out and get something and so he would knock on their curtain and say hey do you boys need anything and he pulled back the curtain and he said there they were crying and holding each other and he said for the first time he realized that the love that this this man had for his partner was the love that he had for his wife and that love was universal and when he tells my mother and I this we're like <laughs> wow that's amazing you you know it was everything was happening he was he was coming around and it was a beautiful thing because loving my brother in those last months was so important so we we had trying to figure out how to take care of Tony how to get him home he wants to go home so we're learning how to use the IVs and put thing you know help him out so um one day he had a really bad day and his heart started to slow down here comes the crash cart as somehow I was there by myself with my brother and there is a room full of nurses and doctors and me and they're all very concerned about Tony and they um afterwards they all leave and there here comes this nurse back in and he is so fine he's got on white jeans he's got on his scrubs and he's like are you okay and I'm like oh my brother help me and he's like hat patting me and I've got my head on his shoulder and my brother I thought he was asleep the whole time I didn't know he was watching this so I go and I sit by him after this beautiful nurse leaves and he's like opens his eyes and he's like I saw him first and <laughs> He never lost his sense of humor. So we finally get him home. And here we are. We're trying to help him keep his dignity. My mother and I have to change his diapers. He can no longer get up and move around. He is 30 years old. He weighs 90 pounds. He is over six feet tall. It is crazy. People from all over, friends and family were calling, hey, we're going to come say goodbye to your brother. He had high school friends call. All of a sudden, I'm like, say goodbye to my brother. He's, well, he's 30 years old. There's no way that's going to happen. And, of course, it does. So, April 7th, 1990, Tony passes away. And about in the middle of the afternoon, I watch the life leap his face. And what's worse than watching my brother die is watch my parents lose their child. And three short years later, they develop a cocktail of drugs, and people are living with HIV, like, like diabetes. It's incredible. And so I moved back to Alaska, and uh, I work with the AIDS Assistance Association. I do cut-a-thons. I'm on the board of directors. I support LGBT communities. I love Will and Grace, and I think my brother would have loved that show, too. And I, I love um, a Modern Family, and I have to tell you, when marriage equality was repealed, I was so happy, but I'll tell you the biggest thing, shut up, and <laughs> when my transgender child came home and told me and my husband his secret, we were able to be inclusive and loving and I hope my brother would have been proud of me. Thank you.